0: Hello, and welcome to The Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call The Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing that's what you want to get your hands on, right? I wanted to kind of start the conversation off with um, this idea that's been coming to me. I think that it kind of tends to happen this time of year um, that it's like we've been going and we've been doing and, um, you know, we feel like in order to be successful, we have like, we can't take a break basically. Right. And so what kind of comes up to me during this time of year and kind of before we, we step into the summer months is that if we've already closed a door to past ideas or perspectives or just things that no longer serve us, then we don't need to try to reopen it. (laughs) Um, because I think that a lot of times our limiting beliefs, right. will tell us that we need something, but You know, we've made it this far. We've already leveled up with our confidence and our clarity. We've already learned. We've already grown. Our brain loves to really be loyal to a lot of those things that that limit us. Um, But it's during times like this that I think it's important just to remember that you may be really close to wrapping up old patterns or just old things that may not be serving you. And you're actually really close to letting go of, of a lot of things that maybe just really made you feel like shit. And I want to remind you to give yourself to really trust your instincts because the exhaustion or the overwhelm or, you know, all of the things that can come up when we're minding and grinding, it's really giving you that tool and that permission to, to have the breakthrough. And so now is the time to really establish your boundaries, hold them strong because you know what you want. And you know what brings you joy and you know what brings you peace, and you have the strength to really get that. And so it's about continuing to commit to that purpose and to that vision and to commit to the routines that are serving you so you can start to see the bigger changes because the bigger changes are coming. You know, we're having these new opportunities and we're meeting each other and we're getting to know each other more and we're diving into more of what we've been working on. And I think that it's even normal to feel a little bit delayed because you may still be working through some of the things. And I get it because it's really hard work. Um, And that's why it's so important to kind of stick to that big vision and know that it will show up. You know, I kind of think of that idea of, like, the ships are coming in, so you don't have to, like, dive into the ocean and, like, you know, paddle off to get them. Just let the ships come in, you know? And you don't have to, like, run back to the village and, like, keep working either. Like, you can just, like, chill at the harbor and, like, enjoy the sunshine and just let the ships come in. And I think that that's just a really – it's a really – important time of season and year, spring renewal, to just remind yourself that it's okay to just not feel the pressure to do, you know, um, working and doing and pushing through does not always equal success and it doesn't always equal results. And I think that there's not enough, um, there's not enough, uh, like goodness that's really brought onto the strength that just kind of relaxing and just like letting things come to you because you've done all of this work. So now just let it come. Um, And so I just want to kind of give you all the permission to do that and to remind you all that that, you know, with transformations comes the death and the rebirth of all new structures and foundations and support systems and, you know, who we're collaborating with and how we want to show up in the world. And if you don't really give yourself that time to see what's coming in, then you may not feel ready. you know you may not really have a plan yet and that's okay. Don't rush it. you will have the opportunity to expand and it's okay to take a break. You can slow down. So it doesn't have to be go go, go all the time. Um, and so with that said, I would love to open the floor and just the theme for today, I would love to make sure that we're starting on celebrations. So, before we dive into any support that you may be looking for, I would love to start with just what is one thing that you just feel proud of, that you feel at peace with, that you're excited to share? And then we can go into what your question may be.
1: I'll go first. So, I I shared my big win on the Facebook group, but I figured since I'm so excited about it, I'll share it here. Um, So, I have pivoted my blog where I started as because I was listening to the Internet and I started um, posting about like DIY and recipes, which I like doing. But that wasn't my purpose. Um, My purpose is really I really want to be able to help people and make an impact. And um, I don't know, uplift them. So I am transforming my blog into kind of telling my story of some hardships I've went through in, in my life. Um, and I it's been a long progress to make that shift. Um, but I finally got everything up, and I got my first blog post up for my story, part one. And I just received so much like love and support from a ton of people in this group. So thank you for everyone. And um, there's a couple people who even edited it for me, and the feedback I got was just amazing. Um, so I really appreciate it, and I'm so excited. and uh, part two will be coming out. and so I'm, I met with my one on one coach and She was like, what feels comfortable to you? And I was like, well, I feel like if to go out every week, because I want to keep the ball rolling with the stories. And she was like, yeah, but what do you think that's realistic? And for me, that really wasn't comfortable for me. I feel like two weeks is. And it's like, if it can get out earlier, then I will roll it out earlier. But otherwise it's gonna be, you know, that two week period. But I'm really excited to get the ball rolling because it was really scary to pull the trigger on that very first one. But now I'm just like excited to. Keep writing and keep posting.
0: Awesome. Congrats. And I, yeah, I love to see that. And thank you for just opening that up to us so we could celebrate in your success and encourage you along the way. Um, It was awesome to see that in the Facebook group. And uh, do you want to dive into any questions you have?
1: I don't have any questions right now. I, I actually also like a small win is I only am finishing module two. And I just did the three interviews that act like were really, really helpful in helping me determine what might work for my ideal audience and Now I just need to keep moving on with the coursework so I right now, I don't have any questions,
0: okay, awesome. Go to Kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over seven billion dollars all right Courtney a little win first and then a question
2: um, yeah so my win is win-ish I guess but uh I was looking at my client calendar a couple, maybe two weeks ago and I just like texted my husband and I was like I I'm a little bit overwhelmed. I thought I was completely booked until September, October even. And now I'm realizing, like, I'm not quite as booked as I thought. I have to pay my assistant, Like she's relying on me. And I just got super overwhelmed. And then one day I had four people reach out to me asking about services. And then next thing I knew, like, I was full until October, November. And I've, I've had my first two return clients, which... A lot of people have told me like, you're not going to get return because people don't have that many babies. And apparently that's not true. So <laughs> that's a win. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, so my question is in, is in a uh, relation to the branding message, which I loved. and um, forgive me if this is to come in the module two of influencer Academy. I was like, a handful of minutes into it when this meeting started so if you're like just go watch a it, Courtney it'll answer your question that's fine um but I I have chosen not to be the face of poor Lemaire really because I want to let it operate without me I don't want my clients to like have my assistant be their chef and then they're disappointed or they've come to associate me with the brand mm-hmm. um And so I, but I worry like as society, we do like, I think we've learned to really like attach ourselves to like faces of brands and, and yes, personality. And I think that can come through in my voice of writing. um, But I just, I think there's a part of me that's like, okay, as I hand this off to somebody else who has a different personality than me, like, am I depriving my business or am I depriving my clients? So I don't know what your opinion is, especially since you understand, you know, having been a client. So if you could speak to that, that'd be me. Yeah.
0: And really, really great question. Um, and so what comes up to me is like, I, I can't put a face to Starbucks, but like, I still go, I'm still, I'm still super loyal to Starbucks. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't put a face to Lululemon, but like, I'm still going to wear their pants. Um, I can't put a face to, um, well, Tata Harper, I can, because I know what she looks like. But when I think of like her as a skincare, I don't think of her. Okay. And so um, I think that the fact that you've made like this distinction and it feels really good to you really early on is super key and important um, because I agree with you. I think that it's actually going to allow poor Maire to be a lot bigger because it doesn't rely on you or someone identifying like Courtney needs to be in my kitchen in order for me. To get these results. Right. And so I think how I would position it and something that you can start thinking on is that how do you give Poor LaMayer an identity? I don't even want to say a face, but yeah. it's like, how do you give the brand its own distinct identity that someone relates to? And like you, as the founder of Poor LaMare you can still be like I think of Sarah Blakely with Spanx, right? Like, to some degree, she's still the face of Spanx and she has her own social media presence. And she, you know, philanthropy is really important to her. So she shows up there. But when I go to buy Spanx, I'm not buying Sarah Blakely,
2: I'm buying Spanx. Okay. Yeah. That's a great example.
0: And so that's something that I think you could kind of work on of like, how, how do I give poor Lemaire that succinct identity that is truly.
2: It's yeah separate
0: from mine. Awesome, thank you. That's super helpful. Yeah. All right.
3: Hi. <laughs> oh. um, so I think I shared my win on the Facebook group um, for March, which um, was unbelievable. I um, never saw numbers like that in my business in two years. I'm for March. I um, had did triple what I did last year in March for sales and. Um, it was unbelievable. And so I, um, and so that was a win. Yay for that. Um, but <laughs> now the backlash of the win is that I've wet like <laughs> in April and May because I ain't got any time. So, um, I don't have anything available, um, for two months. And, you know, my other coaches don't have anything. I've done group calls. I can't fit anything more in. Um, and I just got really, really freaked out, like freaked out. And to the point where I was just like, I need to, I need to figure out what to do with this situation because I'm really like frozen right now. I feel like, um, and so, I actually took 2 weeks off from my clinical practice because I felt like I wasn't doing a good job anywhere which wasn't really true but at the same time like I just felt like I needed this time to just like you said like slow down like get a little perspective um figure out like what is going on um what I want what I want I never started this business to stop my clinical practice but now I'm wondering if I sort of have to for a little while, because I just don't feel like I can give all of myself to one or the other at this point. Um, on the other hand, you know, I feel like patient care is part of my identity. It's part of my, it, I enjoy it. It's also part of my brand. And so I'm like a little bit worried about that. Um, But I've been able to sort of take a step back and realize what's not working and what needs to come off my plate. Um, You know, my right now, my podcast needs to come off my plate, my like things that are just feel like mundane tasks um, and just really trying to step back and feel like, um, I don't know, I just I'm feeling very um, personally challenged right now um, in my mental headspace. So I don't know. And I'm trying to work through it as best as I can um, and like try to take some time off um, from it. But I know that I need to create some content that's more evergreen and that can be sort of an adjunct to my coaching. um, And I'm feeling a little frozen for some reason stuck, you know, doing that Um, Mm -hmm. probably just because it feels a little overwhelming. So um, I don't know if anyone else has felt like this or this is normal. (laughs) I'm assuming it's normal, but any tips you could have just sort of get me out of this little um, funk and just sort of um, repurpose my vision here a little bit, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a little, I think it's first, like, let's unpack the expectation that you're putting on yourself piece and the fear piece. Um, because the goal here is to create a business that calms you the F down. Yeah. So if you're not calm, then Mm -hmm. like, you're not doing it right. Right. And usually we're not calm because we are overwhelming ourselves with all of these expectations that we're putting on ourselves about what we should or should not be doing. So um, let's unpack that first. And what comes up for me with you is you've got like your purpose and then you've got like your passions, right? Do you feel like your passion and how you're showing up in your work could be shifting? Yes. And how does that make you feel
3: uncomfortable? Okay. Um, because I was always just, um, I was always like really enjoying my time with students and doing this business side. It was filling my cup in a way that I couldn't get from my my work. Um, and sometimes I feel like um, I'm saying and doing the same thing so often that I'm I'm getting sort of over it. Do you know what I mean? Like I know every client is different and every student is different, but um, and so that's why I really want to try to create something that answers a lot of those questions. And then, you know, I can say, Hey, if you need more, this is what you know we have to offer. I think that would make me feel more um, confident in being able to help, you know, as many people and and manage my own expectations of myself, I think.
0: Yeah. And whenever we're shifting to any next level of growth and you've seen a lot of growth really quickly and, and specifically when you're, when you're shifting from you being kind of like the done for you service, I am your provider to now coming over here and learning it and getting it this way, Mm. it's completely normal to have a full-on identity crisis. Yes. (laughs) Because all you've ever known is doing it in this way. And so that's why it's so important to really go back to like, what is Michelle's purpose? What is her vision? What lights her up? How does she in three months from now and six months from now and three years from now, how does she want to be doing this in a way that feels good, in a way that brings joy into her day, in a way that lights her up, in a way that allows her to serve at a greater capacity, mm-hmm. right? Because then she's 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 able to do what she does but just on a greater scale, which means more service, which means mm-hmm. more solutions, which means a greater impact on the world. Right. And so when you think of it in that way, where where does that land for you?
3: Um that is exactly what, you know, I want to do is be able to make this transition because, you know, the first two years it was just me. So even making the transition to having two other people with me was a big shift kind of going into this year, um, never really expecting it to be so crazy. Um, And so I'm, I'm super happy that I have them. But now I think even for them, it's getting to be more than they thought. (laughs) And, you know, somebody asked, will it slow down at some? Yes. Like right now, I'm sort of in the thick of it. It will slow down a little bit. Um, And so I think that that's the other thing I have to remember is that this is sort of the busiest time that I have. And there will be time to create some of this other stuff. But I do feel I need to make a pretty big shift in how I'm doing things because, you know, the signature package that I offer, I no longer can control it. Like it's, I had to shut it down because I have so many people that signed up for it. I don't have slots for them. Like it just became very confusing. And so I just think I need to sort of take a minute and say, how can I make this work so that, these people who pay a premium are getting the service that they deserve. And then how can I reach more people, you know, maybe who can't afford that um, with, you know, something that's more evergreen. So it's a big shift and trying to create all of that content is what's overwhelming me a little bit because <laughs> yeah, I don't just have all that content.
0: And I would then I wouldn't think about the content creation. I would think about it in a way of like, what does Michelle need to feel fully supported right now? Okay. Does she need to bring on another coach? Mm -hmm. Does she need help? Does she need to hire someone to help her with content creation? If it's, if it's important for the Mm -hmm. bottom line. Yes. If it's, it may not be super important for the bottom line today. Mm -hmm. So like, it doesn't mean that you don't have to create content, but it may not be like, what are really the priorities today to support the vision?
3: Yeah, I think I definitely want more coach. Definitely an email. So I hired an email marketing right. expert. Yes. I'm like, I can't do this. I need everybody in one place, migrated everybody from Flowdesk to MailChimp. He's setting all that up, sent right. me templates today. So I feel so good about that. Right. Um and then the next thing is maybe somebody either to help me with content creation for the long term courses mm-hmm. um or even social media, one or the other yep. needs to happen.
0: And then think about, you know, and, and if you had to shut that, that high-level offer down because it just didn't feel right for you, then yeah. I'm all for that. But I don't want any of you to be shutting down things and, like, losing money and losing the capacity to support people because you just don't have the infrastructure to, like, support what you've set up. And so that, that my next question for you would be like, how can Michelle feel fully supported in the infrastructure that she's set, setting up? So you're not turning clients away, right? And that could be as easy as just like hiring another coach, yes. You know, um, maybe a project manager mm-hmm. or someone to kind of help you manage the pieces. Um, it may be a bit of, of of just a support piece that could help underwhelm you right now.
3: Yeah, and I. I I think I'm, I'm trying to work through that and, um, also not be so hard on myself at the same time,
0: which is, yeah. So with that, like how, like what, what is realistic for you this month in a way that, that you can get it done. It's going to support the bottom line. It underwhelms you. Yeah. And it makes you feel good about what you're doing and how you're Yeah. Doing.
3: So I think that was my, I picked one thing and I picked the email list and I was like, I need to get that under control and it needs to happen by the end of the month. And so that's happening. And then my second was I need someone else. So I spoke to a potential coach on Monday and I'm meeting with her on Saturday. So those two things I feel like will help.
0: Awesome. And that goes back to what we always talk about with like adding more value.
3: Yes. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Like the more value that we can add that really supports your ideal client, the more that everyone wins.
3: Yes. I agree. Awesome. Thank That's you so great. much.
0: You're so welcome. Let us know how it goes. I will. All right. That is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to julie juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right. I'll see you again, same time,
1: same place, next week.